To all our partners of Andrew Womack Ministries in Uganda, we thank you and appreciate you for the financial support you render to us to take the gospel as far and deep in the world. Truly because of you, the gospel reaches the whole body of Christ. We speak a blessing unto your lives and families and exceeding prosperity. The following program is sponsored by Andrew Womack Ministries and Caris Babu College. Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. We have a better covenant upon better promises, and we have a better relationship with God. We were at such a desperate place that Andrew, it was like life. It was just life that was coming from the television. And every area in our life has been turned right side up. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our broadcast of the Gospel Truth. This coming Friday is going to be my last day to be teaching on spirit, soul, and body. This, this is my fourth week. Friday will be my last day. And I tell you, this teaching on spirit, soul, and body has transformed my life. This revelation is what just turned me upside down and everything that God has shown me for the last 51 years. Has been because this is the foundation. I know that I've said this a lot and some people think that I'm just trying to sell product, but you can go to my website and you can get this teaching free of charge if you want it. I'm just trying to emphasize how important this is. And I really encourage you to get it. I know that many of you have heard some things that maybe have been a little different than the way you've seen it or understood it before. And you think, I'd like to get that, and yet you haven't done anything. I'm trying to encourage you that this coming Friday will be our last time to promote this over television. So please call or write, go to our website, respond today, but get these materials. I promise you it'll change your life. And I've been talking this week about the spirit versus the flesh. These are scriptural terminologies and they're terminologies that sometimes we don't understand. So I've spent a lot of time trying to give definitions. I just haven't got time to go back over all of this. 
ngeri jiba binyonyola munyuzo butafuna budde kubanga nkudira mubyo na but the flesh here is not talking about just the skin on your body naye wano wetuogera kuchigambo mubiri tubale tuogera kulususu oli waguru wo mubiri gwo it's talking about the unrenewed unborn again part of you wabula you know, when you got saved, when you committed your life to the Lord, it's your spirit that got changed. And in the spirit, you are complete. You are as perfect as you're ever going to be. You'll never get any better in your spirit. When you go to heaven, you aren't going to have to be dusted off, washed, cleansed, purged, injected with more power. Your spirit is identical right now to Jesus. First John chapter 4 verse 17. You in your spirit are perfect and complete. In Hebrews chapter 10, verses 10 and 14, sanctified and perfected forever. But you also have a physical body that is still subject to decay. It's getting older and someday we're going to lay this body down and we'll have to get a new glorified body. So you don't have your saved body yet. And your soul, your mental and emotional part of you, is going to be changed. It says in 1 Corinthians 13 that someday we will know all things, even as also we are known. But now we only know in part and we only prophesy in part. Your mental, emotional part of you is not saved yet. It can be influenced by the word of God and you can renew your mind and you can begin to start experiencing a lot of joy and peace and victory in this life. But it's not automatic. There is only one third of you that is completely saved. And the other two-thirds of you is what the Bible calls the flesh. And you cannot live out of your flesh. You can't live without your flesh. 
I've had people after I preach on some of this stuff come up and say, would you please just cash the flesh out of me? The only way I can cast the flesh out of you is to kill you and you go to heaven and get your new glorified body and your, you get your soul renewed. But as long as you are in this life, as long as you are living in this body, you've got a part of you that isn't saved and is susceptible to sin and to failure and sickness and disease and you have to deal with it. You can't just ignore it. Look at what Paul said here in Philippians chapter 3. In verse 3, he, he had just said in Verse 2, beware of dogs, beware of evil workers, beware of the concision. You know, I don't want to take time to talk about that, but I've used that verse many times witnessing to people go up to their house and and they say, why are you talking to me about the Lord? And I say, well, you got this scripture on your fence. And they say, scripture? And I say, yeah, beware of dogs. And Anyway, I'm not going to explain that, but he just said that we are the circumcision uh, which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. Again, this isn't talking about that he just doesn't have confidence in his skin. Talking about in his physical strength, but he just didn't have confidence in himself. Now he had great confidence in his born again self. He'll go on and say that. We'll read it in some verses. But just in his natural self, in his physical ability, in his own mental ability, his own uh, emotions, he didn't have confidence in that. Boy, that is amazing. And did you know that today, even in the church realm, you will have churches that have these self-help groups and these self-esteem groups. And they're trying to build your self-confidence. They aren't talking about who you are in Christ. 
they aren't talking about the born again part of you. They are talking about that unrenewed part of you. Irate bogera kwecho chitundu echalo koka kugwe. Naye bogera kwate kwecho echitalo koka. What the Bible calls the flesh. Echo Bible cheyita omubiri. And they are trying to teach you to have confidence in your flesh. Paul just said we have no confidence in the flesh. And there's probably some people watching this thinking, well, poor old Paul, he just isn't enlightened like we are. Here in the 21st century. Well, no, he was just so enlightened that he wrote half of the books of the New Testament. God used him, and today, here we are 2,000 years later, still quoting, and, and he's having an impact on people. I'm telling you, our attitude today where we are trying to have this self-esteem and self-confidence is not a godly thing. And I know that some of you, you just can't relate to what I'm saying and you just reject this because this is so ground into you. It is so established. That you've got to feel good about yourself. I'm saying that you ought to, there's a part of you that you ought to feel rotten about. Now you need to feel good about who you are in Christ. You need to have Christ esteem. I believe that through Christ I can do all things. But I do not esteem my flesh. My flesh has got me into a lot of trouble. Just my own way of thinking. You know, the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not unto your own understanding in all of your ways. Acknowledge him and he shall direct your past. The Bible actually teaches that we are not supposed to be self-confident. Trust in ourselves. We are supposed to trust in the Lord and you can't be trusting in yourself and your own wisdom and God at the same time. In the Old Testament, God said that my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways your ways. There is a way that seems right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Now, 
gomuntu na yama kubaga gomuntu kwekufa I'm telling you it says in Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 23 Oh Lord I know that the way of man is not in himself Echuche kugamba gima zima ilayo gira mjeremi ya kumi abili musatu wagambira antino ayi mukama manyinge kuboli omuntu teriri muye yenyini It is not in man that walks to direct his own steps the Bible teaches in many different places that the way that man chooses to go and the way that God wants us to go are not the same. You do not just intuitively follow God. Your flesh is opposed to God. Matter of fact, I was reading these scriptures over in Romans chapter 8. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. It says in Galatians chapter 5, the flesh lust against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one to the other. So that you cannot do the things that you would. You cannot trust in yourself. And this is what so many people don't understand. This is what that teaching on spirit, soul, and body, this, this just showed me that all of my problems come from when I'm leaning under my own understanding. When I'm doing things in myself, even good things, you know, it's pretty obvious to people that if you're out here, you know, robbing and stealing, lying, plundering, raping, doing all of this, that you're wrong and that you're going to get into trouble. But it's not as obvious to people that you can be doing good things but if you were doing it under your own steam your own ability depending upon your own wisdom and not depending upon God not constantly just saying oh God I need you if you are doing good things, but if you are doing it in your flesh, it does not please God. Man, that is awesome. You know, over in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, I'm just going to refer to this rather than turn over and read it, but you can read it in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Paul was talking about him and Apollos and he said that every man is 
YOU KNOW, BUILDING, BUT YOU CAN ONLY LAY ONE FOUNDATION. THAT'S JESUS. AND HE SAYS, THEN, UPON THAT FOUNDATION, OF YOUR CONFESSION OF JESUS AS YOUR LORD, PEOPLE BUILD EITHER WOOD HAY AND STUBBLE ARE GOLD, SILVER AND PRECIOUS STONES. AND IT SAYS AT THE LAST DAY EVERY MAN'S WORK was going to be tried of what sort it is, not what size it is. There's a big difference between those two statements. People basically, in, in, by and large, they believe that if you have a big church, that man, you must really be doing things God's way. I've been to a number of big churches that were not built on God. They are built on the flesh. It is built on carnal things. They are entertaining people instead of challenging them and ministering to them. Now, I'm not saying that all large churches are that way. There are some great large churches, but I'm just saying that some people think that, that, that you get this results. It doesn't matter how you get there. It does matter to God. If it is wood, hay, and stubble, even though you might have gotten the praises of man, even though you've got the trophies on your mantle, that, uh, you know, confirm how awesome you were. If you did it in your own self, in your own ability, instead of out of God, it's going to come to nothing. It'll be reduced to a pile of ashes. You know, I minister the Word of God constantly. And I, I can remember times that I have done it out of just my own abilities. Instead of God. And... I failed big time. I was doing the right thing. I was ministering the Word of God, but for whatever reason, I wasn't God-dependent. I was thinking I was awesome, and I was up, and I was ministering out of my own ability, and it just it rings hollow every time. I'd like to ask you to pray about becoming a partner with us. 
You know, our ministry is based in the United States, but we have 16 offices around the world. We've got altogether around 70 Bible schools scattered around the world. So if you are looking for a good return on your investment, I believe that this is a good ministry. It'll touch you right where you are. And I encourage you to become a partner with us today and help us put the gospel out all around the world. Thank you for listening to the Gospel Truth Podcast in Luganda. Please subscribe to our channel and get notified of our new episodes. You can also check us out at awmuganda.net. You're blessed. Hi there, my name is Angela and I am a lawyer. When I came to Caris, I loved God, I was pursuing his things, but I didn't fully understand who he was. Caris has helped me understand my identity and my authority. Now I can step out in boldness and with power as a child of God. My name is Marvin. I'm a graphics designer. When I joined Caris Bible College, I was a drug addict. Four months down the road, having sat under the word, I was totally set free from all the addictions and the desires and I am now entirely delivered. Be a part of those who testify. Enroll to Caris Bible College in this 2024 intake. Your life will be transformed, built into a leader ready to change the world. Apply online at karisuganda.net or visit us at Park Royal Mall, 6th floor, along Buganda Road, Kampala. For more inquiries, please call us on 0200-330-000. Join Caris Bible College. Join Caris Bible College. Come on to Caris. Caris Bible College, transforming lives, training leaders, and changing the world.